Yo, hey Brian. There we go. Okay. Hey, hey what's up? Oh man, I am. <laughs> I got so much stuff in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. There's so much information. I I can't even retain it. I didn't even write it all down. So I'm just gonna be ad libbing for the most part. I didn't really take time to prepare. To be perfectly honest with you. And well, there's I, just so much, man. Like I've been at I've been at work reading these on like on my lunch break, and I'm like. There's so much to unpack. Like, Luke was just rambling and going on and on and on. And <sighs> there's so much to grab. I don't know. I focus mainly on, like, the PvP quality of life stuff. But we can yeah. get on to that. No, that's fine. Because I'm going to be all over the place. Some stuff I just don't know. And I know it's in there. Some of the stuff I was too lazy. And I feel like reading all that. I'm like, I don't want to read Honestly, all that. you know what I did? I, I, um, I just uh, put up As to Cross, read the entire thing, like, just verbatim on his videos yeah. and each section is like 30 to 40 minutes long and i just left it playing in the background oh i should have just just like an absorb on. like <laughs> seriously man just like an absorb some information i do have like a little bit of info uh well first of all i, I haven't been pl- i haven't been playing destiny for about three weeks uh-huh. i uh, i've been playing other games uh mainly like the zombie game state of decay 2 oh i heard it's dope though it's really fun. Uh, it's buggy as all heck, but it's, <laughs> but it's really fun. The cool thing is they do allow you to like get unstuck. There's a command in the game where they'll allow you to get unstuck if you are, whether in a vehicle or just outside or bugged in some kind of way. So there's uh-huh. it's, it's nice that they'll you know unstuck things for you, which is nice. But that's that actually really, pretty nice. Yeah, it is, it is nice. It doesn't make your experience less frustrating though. To be honest, while it's uh, happening to you. Oh well. Yeah. Whatever. I know. What are you it is what do? it is. I mean, not, well, I could not play the game, but we know that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like it just resp- like those games where you died and it like respawns you in the spot where you died. You're like, no. <laughs> yeah. It's it's uh yeah that game. I'm uh, trying to get out of here, man. Uh, hey, what's up, Paul? You. What's going on, guys? What's up, buddy? Hey, nothing. Just chilling. Oh. Hey, I'm, 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 I just gave uh, Brian a warning. And again, I'm giving you one too. Like I barely uh, made time to even study any of this information, so I'm going to be all over the place. And are you shuffling cards? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I've got you know my my notes, man. My notes. You know? Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I I don't. I have like a couple of notes, but it's not like a lot. So you guys are going to be carrying the show. I'm just going to point oh, that out. No pressure. Okay. okay, I'll just I'll shuffle <laughs> notes faster. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I just pulled up the director's cuts, part one, two, and three, so I can just reference it if I need I've to. Got part, I've got part three here because that has my uh, sweet Crucible info. Okay, well, first, well, Adam's not going to be in probably until – I don't know how long this podcast is going to last. I mean, I, I'm, I'm thinking I probably should break – I should have broke it up and we, we could have did different podcasts on it, I guess. This is kind of like a last-minute kind of ramble. But, yeah. um, I mean, honestly, we may not talk about every little thing, so, I mean, we could just kind of – talk about what stuck out to us the most when it came to, you know, the director's cuts, one, two, or three. It doesn't really matter where. And I guess I'll get more organized next week and we can actually, you know, dive more. Yeah, that's fine. More I got about 45 minutes tonight, so we can cover a lot of ground because there's okay. – well, I think we should touch on, like, just the like the big picture stuff because there's a lot of nitty-gritty in here. Yeah. But, like, a few things that I liked was uh, PvP quality of life changes. Um Super tweaking is a big one. Okay. Uh, Glimmer caps is a big one, which um, really tells me that things are going to be like really expensive in the game. But that's put, putting it more towards like the MMO. We'll talk about how their vision for 
moving it more towards an MMORPG type of thing is going to go yeah. with gunplay. And 3v3 is a huge deal. And Elimination coming back into Crucible Labs is a huge deal. So yeah, I think we should talk about that a little bit. And then they mentioned about uh, Trials of the Nine is gone. But to me, that's technically separate from Trials of Osiris. So we can get into that too. Yeah, I think I heard about still that. hope. Yeah, I heard I think about there's still hope. Yeah, I heard about that today, actually going through. Uh, some of these videos and uh yeah, they said they, they didn't say like trials itself i don't think it's ever coming back well they said that a while ago i believe and this week at bungie but i think they brought it up again saying hey well trials of the nine that's not coming back but i don't i don't think they're like totally opposed to trials returning like it was in d1 if that makes sense because i know the 3v3 is coming back i heard about that the elimination which mm-hmm. is great um, I was excited about that. I heard about the, the, you know, about power ammo and PVP. I'm like, what? You know, so all this stuff is like new to me because I haven't played the mm-hmm. game in three weeks and I didn't even bother looking at it this week at Bungie until today. So it was like a ton of stuff going on. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to point out some stuff that stuck out to me, I guess. Um, Sweet. Yeah, we can just bring stuff up as we go. Yeah. Uh, oh, so I forgot to... I don't know. I, I guess I should ask. Uh, oh wait, before we begin, so let me do the the, the silly intro. I <laughs> I completely forgot about the intro. Hey, guardians, welcome to episode forty three. <laughs> uh, this is forty three. It is forty three. Yeah, welcome to uh, episode forty three of the Orbs for Days Clan podcast. I'm your host Wayne zero one one ninety three, and we have our amazing co host back once again. We got Brian, and we got Super Full Ab and I coming back in the building. Um, uh, all jokes aside, you know, uh, thank you guys for coming in. Welcome back as always. I appreciate y'all returning and just making time for this. And, um, uh, for our new and recurring guest, uh, that happened to listen to the show, you can find and continue to listen to us on Apple podcasts, Spotify, and Google podcast and anchor and many more. And if you like to play games other than destiny, you're in luck because we also have an additional show called the EBD podcast where we talk about everything but destiny. So if that interests you, come on by. All right, Guardians, let's dive into today's topic. So like I said earlier in the podcast, or at least in the beginning, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. I did not study much at all. I haven't played the game in three weeks. I'm just getting all this information today, so I'm all over the place. So I, I have to say, though, I did play uh, maybe like once or twice, but it was only for like an hour. Um, it was the uh, summer solstice event. Uh, I'm just gonna say right now, I'm. It was so tedious to me. I think that's what turned me off of that <laughs> event. <laughs> just kind of. I said, I'm. I'm just not in a rush. I think we have a month left. Like, it's yeah, a, it's I just kind of dipped on a lot of that. Oh, like I went in there. No. Like, this is kind of fun, but it actually ends next week. Next week, really? So um, even oops. though they extended. Destiny 2 Season of Opulence because the Solstice event is over. The Solstice event next ends week. Not this Tuesday. I think the following Tuesday. I think we got one more week. Okay. Jeez. Bro, I still didn't even, yeah. get the, I even get the bad juju, man. I'm just, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but come on. I mean, the bad juju is really not all that. It's not. Don't you better not tell Adam that, man, because he's coming on real quick. No, I <laughs> love that juju, but there's no reason to like. You have to get it. No, that's like, true. There's no rush. <laughs> no, no, I hear you. No, I, I honestly, I guess I'm at the point now where I'm waiting on, uh, uh, uh what call it, uh, Shadow Keep to come out. Oh, I forgot to bring this up. By the way, um, the uh, I guess this is this is really important for like I guess everyone. Their new release date for. Shadow Keep and like the new light where uh, the the freedom where Destiny Two is gonna be free to play and it's just gonna be the base game 
in PvP. And I think maybe even Gambit, like normal Gambit, will be free to play as well. Um, uh, will be free to play. Uh, but like I said, the new light and Shadow Keep will be the new release date will be October 1st. And the new raid, which has been confirmed, obviously it's going to be in um, uh, the, the, the uh, what's it called? The Garden? What's it called again? I, for- I forgot the name already. Black Garden. Black Bl- Garden. The Black Garden. Thank you. Um, the new raid is going to be called Garden of Salvation, which I thought that was really cool. And they said it'll be available October 5th. That's yeah, it's correct. Like, it's that Friday. Or that yep. uh, mm-hmm. Saturday? Or... I, I, whatever October 5th is, that's I know it's going to be available. Yeah, yeah, it's Saturday. Yeah. And it'll be coming on Google Stadia for y'all, too. So oh, keep an eye out for that. It's going to be dope. That's really cool. Oh, yeah. Also, quick, quick interjection, cross-save. August 21st lands on my birthday, actually. So I was going to bring that up. Yeah. So, yeah. Happy birthday, by the way, Brian. Thanks, but, bro. Uh, yeah. Get your cross saves ready. Yeah. yeah I well, know. You guys do know that you still have to buy the game for both platforms. It's not like you just have the game. No, no. You can you can cross it. You can do cross save over and then you can get the new light content when it comes over when you connect it to your account. But if you want to migrate yeah, on the 21st, like you got to have the game because new light doesn't drop until October. You can wait if you want to and get a uh, new light, get started with the game. Um, otherwise, I mean, there's a lot of content that's out there cheap right now. I love Forsaken. I think it's worth it. There's a lot of content in there. So, yeah, Forsaken. I'll good. just do what you what you think is best. Hey, do you guys, um, it's kind of like I'm just rambling here. Like I said, my notes are all over the place. But do you, uh, some speculation here. Uh, we're, we're like, is there any like new returning exotics that, that, comes to mind like uh ah, i heard uh, i heard well i just yeah. i guess this is just this theory here but i think necromancer is coming necromancer is coming back if i'm saying necrochasm, Necro- necrochasm. Carlo. My, on, well, that's monte confirmed. carlo's coming back monte carlo's yeah. confirmed. Man, I, I want i want that to come in it's got to come back but but i would say i think i'm not and this is kind of reaching maybe maybe i'm not reaching that's because I, I guess it's, i don't know but the necrochasm not necro i mean um yeah vex mythic class that's what i meant to say um, oh, I haven't heard anything on that. Maybe coming back. I think it's just. I think I read that from a, a from Reddit. Some just random guy. I was just like, okay. I think it's going to be called the Chronicast. I mean, it would make sense considering what's what's coming back. It's all coming back to the Vex. That would make sense, right? Um, I hope they don't do it like they did Thorn, where it comes back and it's not in all of its glory. Well, I guarantee but... you. I'm get, well, I guarantee you, it's not going to be like how it was when it was first introduced. Come on, there's no. Oh way. heck, no! It better not be. I'll quit again. <laughs> no, you won't. You'll be using it. Get that out of here. No, <laughs> I never get guns, man. I never get guns. Actually, this is also a theory too. Um, you know how Bungie uh, during their Viadox or videos they have a uh, they have a habit of just showing raid weapons and glimpses, but you don't really know if it's a raid weapon or not. So they they did it with a thousand voices. They did it with Outbreak Prime. Um, and mm-hmm. they, they, I think they're even going to do it with this Black Garden raid. And do you, I don't know if you guys remember this. A lot of people don't seem to even remember this, but they, they showed this in the new Vidoc for Shadowkeep, where it was, it was a trace rifle, and it looked very vexy. And he, this guy was shooting a witch, and the mechanic of this trace rifle is that it creates a giant crit spot in the area that you're shooting. So, you yeah, know. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, okay, yeah. That dope. So looking at that gun, it looks very vexy. It has like the vex, you know, pixelations on it. Um, it looks very cool. I'm just assuming that's probably gonna be a raid weapon. I mean, I would use it. It looks kind of. Oh, cool. I think uh, there were some Vidoc images of uh, No Time to Explain coming in too. That is true. I think I saw some. So, of that. Yeah. Okay, this ties in. This is a little tangent. I I think 
think maybe after all this time, hopefully we might start seeing a bit of the stranger coming back. If we start to get no time to explain and the vex and all that, I I hope so. I don't know. Maybe not they already, this year, they already said but it might be in the out. annual pass somewhere. Well, look, look, check, well, check it out. They, go ahead, Paul. Go ahead. I was going to say, they already, they already covered that months ago, and they said that that's, that ship sailed a long time ago. And look, oh, okay. So she's just a figment of my imagination. Now, well, no, well, no, I just think it's wishful thinking for you because, I mean, like, not only did they say – not only did uh, Luke Smith say and conclude as a, hey, her story's over – but we even, oh, okay. I, I think we even. What story? That's the Elsa story. Bray. That was the Warmind story. Well, yeah. So the Warmind, we ended up finding out that it, Anna Bray and the Stranger, they were sisters. I honestly ah, forgot. Yeah, yeah. I forgot why. I believe that she was a willing subject. I think she willingly turned herself into. A, I don't know yeah. what. She, like, I think she's an ex. She's an exo, right? Okay. She's an exo. Yeah, she's an exo. Okay. But I don't know how she got her time traveling capabilities. I, I'm, not, I'm not really sure. Uh, we need yeah, nobody knows. We need Bife on here, man. We're, I need his number. You got his number, right, Paul? You said you had it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Saved right here. <laughs> yeah. And the draft. Okay, all right. So, all right, so before we continue on, on our ranting and uh, unorganized episode, um, you're going to hear a word from our sponsor real quick. Hey, Brian, welcome back. Paul, welcome back. Well, hello there. All right, welcome back, everybody. Oh, so I thought I would bring this up real quick. Uh, already, and this is for y'all and for the listeners, however many listeners I may have left. Huh. Well, we know Adam is, uh, he, I, th- I believe he's currently raiding right now. So he may pop in later, depending upon how long this episode may be. So he may he may pop in. Um, but two, Joe, or the listeners knows, knows him as Grimbones, he will no longer be on the podcast. So. Oh. Yeah, he, he told me he's not um he he's just he doesn't really want to play Destiny anymore. Uh, he's just <gasps> not as he's not as happy. Uh, I like you say he's just not as happy. You know, just playing the game, and I don't really blame him for it. I mean, if you feel like it's, you're not having fun and you're always irritated playing the game, and why invest time in something that you're not enjoying, right? That's fine. I left uh, D one year two. I, I I ditched out, came back year three. Checked yeah, that's it back be- out again. I was gone what, for a while. Well, that's because you didn't have touch of malice, so that's different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly why I left. Because <laughs> I crushed you with it, boy. No, I'm Shotguns. Stopping. Yeah, that's not man, why they're... I left at all, <laughs> dude. I, I you got to get on the train, man. Oh, actually, do I even have an Aaron tail? It's kind of random. Do you think you guys use Aaron? I don't know, but everybody no. else in comp above twenty five hundred <laughs> has it. <laughs> everybody, it's like a cheat code gun, man. I'm still in there with my fighting lion, though. Holding strong. Yeah, I still got that sidearm, the hockey sidearm and the modern hate, bow. Oh, and then I get I get pissed and then I pull out the revoker. I'm like, all right, okay, okay, I can't <laughs> hang anymore. Anyway, right. that's a different time. <laughs> all right, so hey, look, um, regarding, I'll, I'll just go last because I still have no idea where I'm going to start. But Paul, screw it, you can go first. Uh, what's what do you want to talk about? What stuck out to you in the director's cuts one, two, or three? I mean, what do you want? What, what's all right. Your boy got super excited seeing 3v3 being mentioned Oh, my again. gosh, 3v3. Brian. 3v3. I'm Brian. on this train. What? I said Paul. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Halo. <laughs> I'm quiet now. No, he knew, he knew first. He's very excited. And, uh, Go ahead. I yeah. A couple um, right. I, I just go wanted ahead. to mention. Okay, so we're, no, we're, go ahead. We were <laughs> talking about this, like, pre – for, like, when we were warming up. Okay, so – 3v3 coming on back in. Okay. I'm so excited. I am so excited. Really? Um, the splitting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
super excited. Okay. Uh, I think the gunplay is a lot better. Um, if you know, as you know, well, maybe you don't, but uh, last week in rotation was uh, doubles, and doubles was fantastic. I love doubles on Destiny Two because the map size is perfect for it, and um, the, I think the movement's better. You can focus on your man better, like cover your guys, as opposed to four v four, where I feel like there's always a chance of a getting domed from the the left or the right and never quite knowing where everyone is. And the two V two is, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a, it's a weird dynamic that I've never quite gotten used to. Well, of course it's better. I mean, it's only two people. And, and so the map is always going to seem bigger than a two V two versus yeah, the 4v4. I, I think the three V three, um, there's always that two plus one, like two engaging, one flanking, two engaging, one uh, guy sitting back with a sniper. I think the <laughs> destiny three, three, three um, type of thing just kind of, makes sense you know engaging 3v3 engaging 6v6 and wanting to bring that back up in its own playlist is really cool and it being survival which is now going to be survival and you're going to get glory for it is going to be awesome i think that's going to be great can i ask you um, a question brian yeah what's up do you think uh, i don't know maybe this is a dumb question but do you think 2v2 is more competitive than 3v3 i think it can be because um it really comes down to winning your ones or really outperforming uh, the other two, the communication is, it's just, you can't get any more essential than that. What's like, more, well, so what's more, uh, um, do, do you, do you believe, I mean, is, is 3v3, uh, better or you think it's more suitable in the community? Like the, if you would choose 2v2 or 3v3, what would you pick? I would pick 3v3 because unless okay. you only have one friend, you're going to want to jump in with a couple of other people. Okay. So All right. cool. I think it, I think it feels really good. Like. You get you and a buddy, and you pick up one more, or you and some one of your clan mates, and you can always grab one more person to come in. Sometimes so it was a little weird getting 4v4, always finding a fourth that meshed. Because, you know, have you ever joined in with someone where you know you guys are going to be great? You know you're either going to have this guy's back, or if you, you know, uh, draw aggro from someone, he's going to come in from the side and clean up. Uh, once you start adding on to that, it's really difficult to move in a competitive playlist i think as you can see by the mayhem of 6v6 okay well go crazy on you know what you're excited about in d2 so far so go for it heck yeah and uh i'm just upset the countdown's gonna still be in the rotation and that's it (laughs) (laughs) yeah but it's gonna be in a different rotation It, it is it's gonna be in the 44 rotation i think or maybe uh 6v6 and 4v4 i can't remember um, well, it's only a 4v4 mode. Oh, yeah, it is. So it's going to be in the 4v4 rotation. But, yeah, I just I despise Countdown. I managed to go a solid, like, I don't know, maybe three, four hours yesterday without a Countdown match, and it was awesome. Uh, what would you choose, Countdown or, or Control in competitive? Oh, my God, Control, please. Okay. It's funny. I, I keep changing my mind every once in a while. I'm like, oh, I love Countdown. Or I hate Countdown. I just the, the day I knew I hated Countdown – with a passion was the day like I was in with some randos. It was like a stack team against us. And I managed to pull a play one B three on the last few guys, but it took me so long to get them down. By the time I got to the bomb, it was too late. And I was like, I didn't lose because of my gun play. I lost because they dropped a bomb and my team sucked. You know, like, I I don't know. Do you you have it upset me? Can you can you uh, can you explain why you don't like that game mode objectively instead of subjectively? 
uh, objectively. I, uh, so look, so the reason why I'm saying that is because I mean, can you imagine if, if the if the results were different, right? You, every time you went into that kind of game mode, you always won, no matter what. You always won. Would you still have that same outlook on that game mode if you always won? Um, yeah, I think so because I feel like countdown is probably it's like a it's like a plant the bomb type of thing that remember in Halo, uh, you had you know get the bomb in the enemy's base, but we already had that which was rift and rift was hectic and fun rift was a lot of fun you could That's dunk backwards real. you could pull plays you know the rift was out in the open you had to beat people you had to make sure your team was covering you whereas with the bomb i don't with a countdown i don't know it doesn't feel as fast and fun it feels like a slow play for it or just completely ignore the objective and try to kill the other team you know what i think honestly i um I feel like, okay, objectively speaking, because I've been coming at it from a subjective standpoint, Countdown, oh, excuse me, sorry, Countdown is is, uh, is, is not bad. I think it's, an, I think it's a, a fine game mode. Uh, the reason why, I think the only thing I would change is make it a 3v3. And I, I guess, honestly, I mean, make, make the bomb essential to, to actually winning. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, because uh, now, I mean, all, all countdown is is just a glorified elimination. That's all it really is. Yeah. Because um, um, there's times where if, you, if 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 we if you if someone doesn't plant the bomb and you just kill everyone, then whoever uh-huh. you know you win. But if you plant, because I feel like the bomb is always a just in case. I feel like every time I'm playing countdown, uh, well, I guess for the most part, you know, unless communication is, you know, I mean, uh, unless communication is really good and say you're going to do this or that, I find myself just, you know. Plot, plot, uh, uh, sit in the bomb if I feel like we're just going to lose or we need the enemy team to move somewhere else. But then yeah. usually most of the time, if you're the one sending the bomb, you're almost like the last guardian standing anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, so I, I feel like because this time, so the last couple matches I played that I can remember playing countdown, I'll be like, hey, I'm going for the bomb. I'm going to need at least one person with me or I'm just I'm letting, I'm letting my teammates know that I'm going straight after the bomb so that I at least know to be around. Okay? Yeah. And yeah. I think that helps out a lot because I want to play around the objective. I mean, it just makes sense. But at the same time, I, honestly, I don't know. I feel like it's it's just an okay game mode. Would, would I be fine without the bomb being there? Would I even would it make a difference to me? No, not really. But because yeah. I feel like the bomb is not really relevant. It's more of like a, an afterthought. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, which is interesting. You know, it's it's a game yeah. type where the objective can be completely ignored. Yeah, it's very interesting. Right? right? It's a, isn't that weird? That is very that's but see that's why Try ignoring the zones of control. You're gonna lose. You're gonna you know? lose. <laughs> right? <laughs> you're gonna lose. But see, that's why I'm saying objectively speaking, that game mode is actually okay. But the, the, it just the needs tweaking. Yeah. It just it you you wanna you wanna make the the mechanic which which you know, you wanna make the the main mechanic of the game relevant, essential. Otherwise, like why have the bomb? You know yeah. what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I, I get frustrated either way. Rather, rather, Which was I, nice I about like Rift music. because everyone kept spawning back in. You still had a planting objective. Yeah. But you had, to, you had to hit the objective, and it was <laughs> pretty fun doing it. Yeah. I, a hunter. <laughs> that's, 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 that's exactly what I'm talking about right there. You think about it, right? You could, you, you could get, even though you could get points in Countdown just by killing people, mm-hmm. but you don't, you don't get – you get way more points by actually – dunking the bomb or dunking the uh what do you call that that orb in someone else's base yeah. and you even get more points when you i guess walk backwards into the heck yeah you dude you did a couple of behind the head dunks right. it was so great and, the cool and it would too, blow up everyone around you that's too, so exactly yeah that's what i'm saying so if you're so much close the riff was dope now i got a question well i mean for both of you i guess do you guys think that 
rift. Do you think it needs to be a chaotic atmosphere? Does it need to be six v six? Does it can it can it be four v four? Can it be three v three? I mean, six v well, six. Six v six. Yeah, I agree. Okay. All okay. the way. It's okay. got to be wild, man. Okay, I agree with you. I agree. I agree because I think yeah, anything less than six v six, I'm like yeah, because when, when it's wild like that and you make a play, it's so rewarding because you earned it. Your team covered you. You juke just right. You earned it. You know, it just feels like football with guns. It was always fun being like. Where's the guy? Where's the guy with the rift? You know, yeah. he's like, is he inside? No, he's up in the trees. You know, where is he? Yeah, so fun, man. Yep. You guys ever kill someone like right as they're about to dunk? Oh, all the time, man. Oh my god. <laughs> See, that's good too. When you throw a rocket, you hope to God the rocket reaches the guy before he dunks. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing like that in Countdown. Nothing. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, all right, Paul. What about you? So, what, what did you? I don't know. What stuck out to you in the director's cuts? Um, well, definitely the PvP portion, but I think that there were kind of two things. One, they talked about the size of the game, like how large the game actually was, file size, not just like the world itself. And that going forward, they really can't invest too much time in um, continuing to build on something where in the future we're going to see it kind of shift where you're going to have um, – you know, events or different things going on. Like the season is going to be, I don't know, a season of opulence, we'll say. Everything okay. is going to be like revolving around the season of opulence. And when the next season launches, everything that we were doing in the season of opulence is pretty much not going to be there anymore. So you're not going to be able to go back and do old content as the way you can do it now. It's like very minimal things will still linger and everything else will kind of be kind of like removed so that new content can come in and it's not you know, something that the content creators have to constantly keep going back and modifying and changing or that the file size is going to be so large that people have to download like these massive games. Um, I just thought that was kind of interesting because, Mm -hmm. you know, from my point of view, like uh, switching over from Xbox to PC, like I had a lot of catching up to do, but to think like if I did that in the future, you're not going to be able to do that anymore. Or, you know, for everybody else, that's like military based. If, you deploy and you're gone for six, seven months and you come back. That's like two seasons you're missing. Yeah. You're never going to get that gear, that those guns, like those experiences. And I think that's kind of weird um, because I, I know as a new player for Taken King, that was like the first time I played Destiny 1 itself. I had so much content because I had all of year one and then all of Taken King that just came out. So it's like, to me, that's what always kind of like enticed me to continue playing Destiny is the fact that there's so much to the game to do. And yeah. if they kind of take away from that and limit that, I feel like that could be like removing some of that like, yeah, you should go out and buy this game because it's you can literally play it for years and still have shit to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd say that was probably one of the bigger things. Um, you know, they talked about removing one of the gambits. They have to figure out which one. Uh, most oh likely, yeah. Most likely, I think it's going to be the original Gambit, and just they're going to keep Prime. Yeah. Um, so it, yeah. I think, I think so. he made a good case for Prime and why it was a good evolution. I think I agree. I found myself. I, I haven't jumped back into the original Gambit playlist ever. I thought Prime was a lot nicer. Why? I do. Why? I do too. Um, but I still play regular Gambit just to get the bounties and my infamy up. But I just think that. Gambit Prime can kind of last a while, too. I think that they made a nice, happy medium by doing that um, 
sudden death mode for the third for the second win in regular yes. Gambit, which definitely yeah. makes the games go by faster. Gambit Prime Man, like if you're going back and forth and you both teams have invaders that can kill you, like man, I feel like you get your prime evil out like in five minutes and the game still lasts like 15 minutes. You're just going back and forth, back and forth, back. And, I, I don't know. Yeah. I like the original where it took a while to bring out the prime evil and then it was a race, but you could still catch up by getting those kills. Whereas here, the prime evil comes out and like you said, it's just back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Or I like the, I like the, and you can't invade them and they just keep coming in. It's like, yeah, you're, yeah. You're just expending ammo, killing the uh, whatever those the, the witches are called. I forget what they actually mm-hmm. call. Them. I like the buff system the that they had there. It was like, hey, like get it, hit the buff, do extra damage on the primeval. I thought that was cool. I think the perfect gambit, well, perfect gambit, sits somewhere in between the two. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and if they change it to so there's only one, and they can kind of bring the best of both worlds, I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they talked about reckoning. Where they know they made a mistake because it's like you had to, you had to, what was it? You had to play Reckoning to get Gambit gear. So they kind of yeah. like screwed up where if you're playing Gambit, you should get Gambit gear. If you play Reckoning, there should be like separate, you know, items to chase. Yeah. Because um, Reckoning just, it's kind of crappy. I don't, I don't enjoy it at all. Mm. Okay. But other than that, just just the fact that they're going to make it, you know, they're going to tone down the power level. Yeah. Um, They talked about how, you know, like D1 Vanilla or D2 Vanilla, everybody was complaining that power wasn't there. Now there's way too much about it. Um, They're going to make, you know, supers a little bit more balanced. They're going to make this time to kill more balanced, things like that. Oh, yeah. When when I can't drop a, a Titan super with my sniper in the Crucible, then I die. Then I spawn in and die again. That's a problem. Yeah. It's a real problem. <laughs> well, it, you know, and a lot of supers now have, like, ways to, you know, and I still feel bad for the Golden Gun, who, no matter what anybody says, you can always kill a Golden Gun super easy. Oh, yeah. You, and it's just, it's unfair because every other super, I'll throw a grenade, I'll shoot him with my, you know, my mountaintop. And then I'm still, uh-huh. like, trying to mow them down, and they still kill me. And it's like... Oh, yeah. I, I think the arc supers uh, for, I think, particularly... Um, uh, With the Titan? Uh, yeah. The Titan. It was the bottom tree Titan that just goes forever. And oh, ever, my goodness. That and ever. Ah. And he's a one-hit kill on everything. Yeah. And he can area of effect or kill whoever's in front of him. And he gets his health back. And he gets longer. It's like it's it's too much, man. It's it's way 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 too much. Yeah, and shoulder so. charge is still like if you're gonna have shoulder charge, one shit, one one shot kill somebody. It's gotta be like the, the cooldown's gotta be over a minute. Like I get Think sick so? and tired. I'm shooting somebody. They literally just run in a circle and shoulder charge me. It's like there's zero gunplay going on, but they do it. I spawn in, I see them 10 seconds later, and they shoulder charge me again. It's like... Yeah, it's like over and over again. And then even even then, like, you used to be able to shotting them down really quick or um, hit them with the last word. And I feel like the speed anymore, and you know? the, the way they can, like, the distance, it's not enough. I don't know. It's something. 
Um, but I'm sh- I'm sure it's being play tested in Crucible Lab somewhere. Well, look. So speaking of Crucible, um, I do have some things that uh, I'm just gonna read. Um, I happen to see it, and uh, I it really really stuck out to me. And I'm a big PvP nerd as well, so uh, I'm just gonna read it from Director's Cut Part Three and and the Bungie uh, and Bungie.net. So they said they revised the playlist a lot, and here's how it's gonna work. So they removed the quick play and competitive notes from the director. Um, they said that if you're looking for an experience like quick play, we've added classic mix which is like a connection based playlist like quick play today a uh, classic mix includes control class and supremacy and this kind of reminds me of what they did in destiny one where they had yeah it's like how they um put everything in one slot instead of everything having its own individual playlist i guess um they said competitive is replaced by 3v3 which you know we talked about in the beginning they said competitive is replaced by 3v3 survival which now awards glory. And they said, we've also added a solo survival solo queue playlist that also awards glory. They said, we've added six V six control as its own playlist. Um, And they said with the potential influx of new players this fall, we want to have a playlist that signals to new players that this is where to start. We feel like six V six control is the right starting place when introducing new friends, new friends to destiny. Uh, We've added a weekly six V six rotator and a weekly four V four rotator. I feel like the four v four once if the once four v four comes out in the rotating list, I feel like no one's gonna mess with that. But but also, do you also think uh, that people are gonna miss four v four? Because think about it, right? Remember when we were like sick of six v six? Oh no 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 no! I'm sorry, excuse me. In the beginning of D two, where we we were like, you know, craving six v six when we had those events that had it, such as Iron Banner or whatever. You know, uh-huh. we really wanted it, and then we finally got our wish. And now that six v six is like a constant thing in the quick list, and and the, the quick list or quick play playlist, um, it's like it's too much. It's too chaotic. Now we're just sticking with four v four. So I, I, I don't know. No, I think six v six gives players a chance to shine when it's four v four, and you got even just one or two tryhards on each side. It's very apparent. Whereas well, there are some six v six games where you know I'm running. 20 plus kills easy and there's one dude on the other side running 20 plus kills easy but i don't always run into him you know well, well, like when, when, oh, so Go oh on. yeah so i think newer players would appreciate that more open battle or fuller battlefield because they can meet others of similar skill level right and, and as I, opposed to constantly running into like me with my recluse mountaintop because I played the game longer, you know? Right. I mean, you have an increased chance of, you know, running into people that are, you know, close to your skill level. I guess my, my question is, uh, will people be playing 4v4 at all or really much at all? I think it'll be the least favorite playlist uh, because, I mean, Probably. the 6v6 rotator and a 4v4 rotator, they're going to have the same game modes like Clash, Supremacy, Mayhem, oh, yeah, and Lockdown, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Countdown will appear. But I'm yeah. like, um, why would you play 4v4 if you could just play 6v6? I, I don't know. In my mind, th- those game modes are already meant for chaotic uh, yeah. gameplay, like where a lot of people are on the field. And honestly, just I, I'd rather increase my chances of going against a scrub sometimes. I don't always feel like sweating sometimes. So when I'm in 6v6, I'd rather – I, I, I think it's meant to not take as serious. And yeah. then when you're in a smaller playlist, it's meant to be more competitive because it, you, have, you need to communicate not, not as much people. It's more condensed. You know, you have to focus a little bit more because you're playing with people yeah. that, you know, it's, yeah, I don't know. I've got uh, a theory that 4v4 would probably be more active. Like, it's 11 p.m. and you got a couple of buddies on 
and you don't want to pair with a bunch of randos. So it's like, hey, let's just hit up four v four because it's just the four of us with the three of us. I mean, do you, do you, I got a question. So I know they said they were going to do the three v three being being survival, um, which I still don't really care for survival that much. I don't want to rely on my whole. I don't know. I guess. I could, we got to take like baby the, steps to elimination, man. You got to work with us here. I know. We need that back. I know. It's just uh, like, why, but why not? Like, just go right in. Like, I, I don't, I just, but pit, Play pit. testing, like, what is it, Paul? Three, three versions of 3v3? Yeah, they're doing that in Crucible Labs. They're doing eliminate, 3v3 elimination in Crucible Labs. Oh, I forgot to bring this up. They're actually bringing back the maps uh, uh, to Widow's Court and Twilight Gap. Yeah. Okay. You know, to test elimination. Ooh, so I'm so ready. That's going to be cool. So ready. All I can, every time I think about what is court, I think about touching miles because that's where I started using it. So <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true. What? What's that? Oh, I forgot the frontier. Is it? Was it frontier? You, With a bridge in the middle? Yeah. No, no, no. That's not the first time I used it. It was. It was in trials actually. It was in D one, obviously. And uh, okay, I can't really describe it, but. There's like a bus in the back, or there's like a there's like a bus in one end, and then oh, there's like yeah a, yeah, yeah a hump Exodus of track. That sounds about right, yeah. And then like in, where where, where where B would be or where heavy would be, there's like a box. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. Yep, off in the corner on the stairs. Yep. Yeah, so that's where I, that's where I first used it. Um, but think about it's a great map. It, it, it's it's decent, but when I when I use touching miles and Widow's court, like using that gun. I just need a lot of space, so that, that's, I found a lot of my highlights were on there. But I just, if I feel like I'm not going to do well, I just toss on no land beyond, so can I, I can at least see them. <laughs> I'm curious if they're going to bring that back or not. To be honest, oh, don't tempt me, man. And do you think they should? Don't okay, give me hope. Honest question, for real. Like, I, I'm just going to say I believe they should because they brought most of them back. I think you guys know what I'm going to ask you. But do you think, Paul? For example, I'm asking you first, Paul. Do you think they're going to bring back? I mean, they should bring back all the exotics from D1. Should they? All of them? I sure. Mean, Go for it. I don't I don't think so. I mean, when was the last time you ever saw anybody rock a super good advice? In PvE. <laughs> Not just PvP. I, that's actually a good gun, though. I start rocking it. I think it's really cool. I I've, like never, I've never seen anybody have that equipped the entire time I played Destiny 1. Okay, so look, I'm not... <laughs> it's not, like the Skyburner's <laughs> Oath of Destiny 1. <laughs> Yo, remember we thought Skyburner's was... I thought Skyburner's was going to be like the shiznit. I thought I was going to be good, but... Oh, my gosh, I think it's I awful. I got excited when I got it, and then I realized I got played. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. It didn't feel like it did bonus damage to Cabal at all. At all! And then uh -oh. even, even when they buffed it, where they get, it gave you more aim assist when you shoot from the hip and it tracks and explodes, I'm like, even then, that's not that exciting. It's just so lackluster. Yeah. Ugh. But no, I don't think so. I think that there's a few I would still bring back. Um, but at the same time, like, as big of a fan as Noah and Beyond as I was with that gun, like, I thought it was awesome. But we have snipers in the primary spot now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that was yeah. what made it so enticing. Even though yeah. I think the, the style of sniper is cool, and I think they could still bring, like, a legendary style like that in the game. It doesn't have to be an exotic, per se. Yeah. Um, you don't really need, what's that stupid shotgun? Um, invective? No, not invective. The, the one that you can put in your primary slot. Oh, uh, the, oh universal sorry. remote. Yeah, uh, universal uh, remote. That's you right. don't really need that because now true. you can put a better shotgun on there. So, I mean, there's things like that that kind of you don't need anymore. That's true. Um, 
they definitely should bring back the touch of malice. Uh, yes! <laughs> just that song. Got shit. you. Stop talking. <laughs> you know, to be honest, I'm going to keep talking about it even even when it, even when I come The back. raid weapon. Even when I get it back. I'm hoping, man, dude. I mean, I could see them bringing it back. I don't think it would be the same way it was. The way that they kind of been changing things, I don't think it'll have the same characteristics. You know what? I'm just going to say this, man. Look, I mean... Honestly, they can make that gun so trash. I mean, when I say trash, I'm talking about make it trash to the point where it doesn't work on any kind of buff at all. Like, I could just leave it alone. Because I, I, th- I think it's very possible they did that with the bubble in D1 where you would get the blessing of light as soon as you would hop in. Well, once you get to the last round of the magazine with the touch of malice and you shoot it and you're in that bubble, the, the bubble, uh, the, the, um, the, the, uh, the, yeah, your the buff, the overshield away. goes away immediately. So, yeah, but- I mean... But think know. about it. Now we have the whole wells of light and all that stuff. Like, oh, if you're standing in that thing, like, what you're still gonna die if you're using it? I don't, I don't yeah. Yes, yes. I think, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think what he's saying is like the replacements, and I noticed this too. There's a lot of guns where um, the the idea of those D1 exotics has come back. Like, for example, I got what backup plans on my. I got a main ingredient backup plan on it, right? It's basically plan C. I pull it yeah. out, it fires fast. Yeah, so we does. don't need plan C, right? Well, no, I've you're got, right. You're right, we don't. Yeah. We've got uh, Arbalest and just in general things, which I thought Arbalest was kind of like throwing us a bone for the No Land Beyond. I'm like, all right, whatever. I guess this is mm. telling me we're not going to get it, you know? And it kind of fulfills the same, a little difficult analog sights, hard to use, sniper in the front you know, in the primary slot, hmm, you know, you got that and on and on Zalo, you've got risk runner. Okay. Hold on. You know, you got, oh man, I just don't like Zalo. I like Zalo way better than just that submachine gun you just named. I, I love just... Zalo. I used to uh, comp, or not comp, uh, trials. With that. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, dude, Zalo, Zalo could come back any day and I, I would never touch a risk runner again. <laughs> but, Heck yeah. Um, first curse. If, what was it, first curse? Yeah, I think that's what it was. The yeah. hand cannon? Yeah, the hand cannon. It's yeah. like the last word that, that could totally come back as a 110 uh, rate of fire hand that's, cannon. But that's basically Sturm, though. I was like, going to say, dang that, dude. Okay, so wait a minute, guys. You guys, yeah. make, you guys bring up a lot. Like, you guys bring up so many good points. In my mind, initially, I'm saying bring back the exotics just for the sake of bringing them back because screw it, right? But um, you guys make a lot of good points. For example, why bring back certain exotics if they are basically if we have if we have weapons now that are not even exotics that are taking the place of them just for the sheer, uh, sheer point of like their placement, right? The reason why we uh, the the reason why Universal Remote and uh, No Land Beyond was special was because of their placement, really, right? And uh, yeah, because you because in, in D one those were the only opportunities where you could rock a double sniper in No Land Beyonds or a double shotgun in the, in the Universal Remote's case, right? Um, mm-hmm. so now, when it comes to just doing similar effects, such as the submachine, what's it called? I, mean, I don't I hate that thing. What's it called again? The submachine risk gun? runner. Thank you, risk runner versus Zalo. I mean, I mean, I think then you can kind of leave a little bit of wiggle room, wiggle room, because the effects is slightly different. Maybe almost. I don't know. I think it's almost the same. Yeah, it's the same spirit. It's the same idea. I know, but uh, I mean, I don't. I but it's that. like it's like for example, I still contend that. Lemonarch is basically what Thorn should have been, but yeah. they give you the th- original Thorn like idea and damage, but you have to, uh, to take an extra step to get it. And the, I think they said did the same thing with the Risk Runner, where instead of 
Zalo giving you like that area of effect, um, that chain lightning thing. They split it up into like arc web for uh, yeah. for um, grenades, and then you have to take a certain kind of damage for risk runner. Like they make you take these extra steps to get the effects we had already had in an exotic weapon. They were more which passive, is what right. makes it exotic. You know that it's like you knew I'm putting this on because it does this, not I'm putting it on because. I can get it to do this, you know? I don't know. I think it was an attempt at balancing, an attempt at, like, keeping it from being too, too one. The same thing with, uh, uh, with Sturm. You, you get that yeah. two headshot power only from taking an extra step with Drang. Yeah, you got a point there. Uh, yeah, because I, 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 as much as I hate to admit it, yeah, I mean, we had the wrist runner. I think it's just here to stay. I don't think Zylo's coming back. I don't think the, um, <laughs> the, the whatchamacallit that that you said the uh the twin sisters to the last word the, the curse the first curse i don't think that's yeah. coming back because let's be honest you're right because because the stern will take that place and in, in your words you said well i'm not quoting you but you're basically saying you have to take extra steps to get the same result which before these exotics in destiny one the perks they gave you they were activated just passively right just by yeah. shooting the gun right <laughs> And this one, yeah. you have to do. Of course, you got to play that. You have to play the game. But like, for example, if you want amazing like super bullets, which the storm already is powerful as it is, you need to have. Uh-huh. You need to get kills with with this with the submachine. I'm mean, sorry, with the sidearm, the drain, uh-huh. which is his partner. If you get kills with that, then his feeds, partner. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it feeds bullets. You get what I'm saying? Um, but Sidekick, <laughs> oh, sidearm, hey, oh, no. hey. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm at good points. It kind of, it's kind of sad. It also makes me think that, man. I mean, is Touch of Malice really going to come back? I mean, it's wishful thinking. I mean, I, I, I mean, if I'm going to be honest with you, I mean, one out of ten, ten, absolutely, definitely coming back. One, not coming back at all. I'll say it's like a, a, a five. Um, you know, based off of what I've heard, you know, rumors and. You know, because I I believe it was partly coming back because of they said they said uh, I believe in Guardian Con they are bringing uh, uh, what do you call those things? Uh, they 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 create uh, what are, I forget the actual name though. Uh, you know how like they create like last word or Illumina, like they actually create live versions of these things like the oh, oh yeah, yeah like props yeah pro- okay right uh well I, I believe a ton of those guns like the guns that they were showing off at guardian con or in the booth were going to be featured in the game to come and i believe touch yeah, right. of malice was 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 actually there and i was like oh wow that's really cool and i was like Dude, why would they do that to mess with you man no it's hurt so much. i'm sorry bro i'm sorry <laughs> I don't know how to tell you, dude. I, just said, I don't like to see you hurt like this. And Paul said, man, I woke up. <laughs> I woke up. <laughs> I know, man. Uh, but, but Paul makes a good point, though, right? I mean, what do you, even if they did brought it back, right? We, you and I both know it's not going to be the same. I mean, why would it be? There, there's so many ways to get buffed in terms of health and use that gun. That's just like, why would you use any other gun, right? I mean, unless they absolutely just make it unusable and then, look, even if they do bring it back they're not going to bring it back the way it was before it's going to be slightly different it may not have that same part like it will totally defeat the purpose i don't know <clears throat> okay so the last question i guess before we get off and this is gonna be like this is the most unorganized podcast ever or episode ever but do you think 
they should bring back and ob- objectively speaking, let's, let's be honest here. Objectively speaking, and I don't know if that's impossible, but objectively speaking, should they bring back trials of Osiris from D1? Probably you take this one first. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it shouldn't be called trials of Osiris. I don't know what it's going to be. They do need a trials like system. Um, I don't see why they wouldn't. I know that they talked about like they want to put it in Crucible Labs. They want to get our feedback. That they want it to come back. If it's going to come back, they want it to come back the right way. Right. And you know that's cool and all. I, I just don't. There needs to be like a a pinnacle PvP mode that we just don't have right now. Yeah. Playing competitive mm-hmm. and building up your glory is just kind of. I don't know. It's kind of lame. It's just I I don't really get enjoyment out of it. It's kind of like a chore when I go in there and I have to get it done, like I literally just have to sit there and do it. And once I'm done, like luckily because I haven't played destiny two on my PC, like competitively for a while, I literally went in there and collected like four weapons off one, you know, um, fabled run or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, all I have to do is get my 2100 points. All of a sudden I have like, four weapons and then I'm, and I'm out and I'm never going back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I agree with Paul. Um, there definitely needs to be uh, just a pinnacle a game mode in PvP right now. And I, I, honestly, competitive just isn't it. It's more of a joke. Now it's like, all right, well, when you go in, you know what the loadouts are going to be. And uh, I mean, I guess you could say the same thing about trials or any kind of competitive environment, right? People want to, you know, use the best and take the best with them, right? And uh, I mean, honestly, that's fine. Hey, but I, I, I feel like at the end of the day, what game mode should it be? And I mean, I honestly, I think three v three elimination just it just it feels right. It's it, it uh, in terms of the game mode. Uh, I guess in terms of how many how many people are on one map, how the maps. Let's say let's say a bungee doesn't change the maps and they don't give us new maps at all. They leave it as is. I think three v three is is the sweet spot. Okay, two v two is very competitive and very sweaty. But also, I feel like majority of the maps when I play two v two, the maps are ginormous and on 4v4 the maps are too small so i feel that uh having 3v3 is what will provide that sweet spot uh, where you can have two people you know doing what they need to do sticking together and then one person you know being on their own and flaking or just one person just covering a lane with a with a long range weapon and then two people i guess you know sticking close together so um but i but but at the end of the day we do need a good reward system and you know getting um I, I, i i think in my mind, I'm thinking about the Lunas How and Not Forgotten issue that we had, right? I mean, the gun was, you know, too powerful, but at the same time, you had to work hard. You had to earn that thing, you know. And I, th- yeah. I feel, I feel like that's fair that people, if you're gonna grind, if you make me grind hard for a weapon, the weapon should be good, right? But at the same time, you know, people are like, well, this is, but but when people finally earn the gun, and you're playing against people that have a gun that they can't really compete with. And that's also a problem. So it's like, it's tough to balance, man. So, I mean, well, I, I think he's right that the, um, it has to, like, they can't mess it up. Like they can't, they're feeling like, cause I remember when they, when it first came out, when destiny two first came out and it was cool for a while, then the crack started to show in PVP and the feedback was harsh, man. Like, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if like, if some people thought, well, then why do we even do this? You know, and they they can't afford that, you know. Yeah, they just can't. 
it has oh, to be excellent. Go ahead. And, and if you think about it, like, you look at Luna's How and Not Forgotten, and it's like the perfect example of Trials, uh, what was it, Trials Year 2, at least, or uh-huh. maybe Year 3. You used to go in, and whether you went floss or not, you got a weapon, right? There was like the scout rifle, the pulse rifle, hand cannon, and there's a fusion. There are some other weapons. Yeah. But the only difference was if you went flawless, you got a built-in snapshot perk as an adept weapon. Like, so basically, if you want to have competitive and you want to give out like a Luna's Howl not forgotten, you should have been able to get the Luna's Howl just for playing X amount of matches. And then you get the not forgotten if you actually are like good enough to make it further. That way, at least with the Luna's Howl, you can still compete with a not forgotten. Granted, you're not going to have the range. You're still like... It's not the same gun, but at least it's something that's better. Yeah, I like that. I like that idea. I like yeah, I like that. that. That's really good. Now, I good, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm, I'm wondering, yeah, I was like wondering how we're going to we're gonna have this issue all over again as much as I love trials and everything. But I don't, and I'm going to, I'm being completely biased here, but like if I get the gun that's, that's overpowered, I'm not really going to complain as much as if I like it so much and I'm using it, right? But uh, I think, I think that's a really good system where you would, it's not necessarily you're not. It's not a. It's not a participation award a per se. Well, I guess it sort but of is. It, but it but is. But it is. At it, the it, same time, they. It was like that was the way trials already was. So like why? And I get it. Trials was in the base Destiny Two game. So when you take it away and then you start Im- like implementing this whole like pinnacle weapon only in competitive. Yeah. But you have to be good enough to even get it in the first place. And then if you're already good, and then you have a really great weapon especially like in that season when it's probably buffed above all others because they want you to use them now you have like an overpowered weapon against players that can't compete not only with your skill most likely but now you have another advantage with your weapon so it's like you need to make it so that everybody can still compete but if you're better than everybody you get like a slight edge because you can get the better version of something Right. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. Yeah. I think, and I got a question. I mean, I guess the, sl- well, I guess slight edge, how big should that slight edge be? Right. I mean, you think it's just one perk is enough. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, well, I mean, either the built-in snapshot was one thing, which made a huge difference in destiny one, but I'm saying even for, uh, even for the Luna's how not forgotten, I mean, the, the difference in range and stuff was probably plenty for destiny yeah. two range is important. Yeah. It is. But no, no. Yeah. If you're within range with the Luna's how, like, you're pretty much fighting with the same damage, same rate of fire, and same perks. So you're not at a huge disadvantage there. Yeah, I agree. No, you make a great point. That's solid. Because in my mind, I was still just confused. Like, well, how are they going to do this? I want to bring trials back because I like just I, – I even like 3 for 3 elimination, even without the trials. But, you know, with trials coming back, it's, it's funny because I kind of wish that I enjoyed trials before – uh, you know, in D1 because I, I didn't really care for trials too much. It was too much pressure. I wasn't very good. Therefore, I didn't like 3v3 elimination either. I just kind of like skirmish, right, where you have like – you just you kill people. It's only a 3v3 game mode. Well, then later on, I end up loving 3v3 elimination because I've gotten better. I've understood, you know, just – I've gotten better with communication and just a better player. And I kind of wish I was more invested in trials, you know, because there's times where I, we would have a killing in 3v3 elimination – and I'm like, why not get rewarded for it? You know, or why, you know, why not get rewarded for it in a game mode that's just, you know, going to do that? 
Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I, I, you're right. You're right. They got to do this right. You know, they can't really, they're taking the, you know, steps they need. And uh, Paul, that was a great, uh, great, uh, uh, great solution. I think that's a great solution because I think a lot of people are thinking that, right? We're gonna, we will have another Luna's how and I forgot an issue on our hands. Why even set the bar high and give people good rewards if people are going to complain about it and it's going to be taken away or nerfed? And look, to yeah. be honest with you, at the same time, Luna's how and I forgot, they're still good guns, man. Even though they're, they low. Yeah, go ahead. They're, they're not bad. I mean, my Luna's, I, I still use it like PVE, but yeah. I mean, PVP, like, it does feel slower now. And I just. Well, yeah, it is. I just feel like I'm like, well, he should already be dead, but now I'm dead. So it's, it's kind of weird. But I mean, I didn't, I didn't really come up with a solution. Like, that's something that Bungie already did, though, you know? So then they went back and changed it for the worse. But if you think about it, if, if all the players from Destiny 1, they still went and played Trials and went flawless most of the time for what? Ornaments on their gear? Yeah. Like, you still could get all the armor for not going flawless. The only thing is you couldn't look as cool without the ornaments. So people still... Had an incentive to try and go flawless. Just for yeah, like you get the special banner, or you get the special or the like, cat, or the cat like ears and all that stuff on the cloak. Like, oh yeah, I rock that. Uh, I, I think it's still on my hunter right now. Yeah, one. mine is too. Wait, pa- wait. So, Pa, do you do you still have your Xbox anymore? Do you have your Xbox anymore? I don't have my Xbox One X, but my Xbox One S, my Gears of War Four Edition, is at my buddy's house in Laguna. So, are you staying on PC forever? Um, I don't know. I might get an Xbox, like, just buy a used one, just so I can raid at least, okay. or something. I don't know. I mean, I like playing on my PC. It's just better overall experience. Yeah. But even my clan, like, I tr- I'm trying to get my masterwork solstice armor, and you got to do five strikes with clan mates. Yeah. And man, nobody in the clan that I'm in has even been on in like four weeks. Like. I don't oh, even know where uh, people, like I, I can't even do the simplest of crap. I got a question. Yeah, are you, I just kind of silly. Maybe I don't know. Are you able to join, or like, do you have to create your own clan, or can you join the Orbs clan from your PC? So I think once they make the cross save, I was actually going to ask the same question because I don't know. I've been googling it, but I haven't found any definite answers. I think once um, cross save is enabled, I should be able to join Orbs for days. And like at least that way I could get like clan engrams and you know like contribute points. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Yeah, but if you but, couldn't, uh, go ahead, go ahead. But once once cross saves like fully enabled, then I can play on my Xbox or play on a Xbox. I mean, I still have my account. Well, granted, like yeah, I don't know. I think I'd be able to actually link my Super and I like even if that's not my cross save one. I could probably link it as a family account, yeah, and still play without. Well, I'd still have to buy the content. That's what I'm saying. I still have to go and you know pay the sixty bucks or whatever for the content. So if you, but if you didn't, if you couldn't, you know, join the Orbs for Days clan, would you create a new Orbs for Days, or would you? What would you make? <laughs> yeah, I mean, on PC, I guess. I guess I'd have to eventually. But I, I was thinking that like I was gonna see who from Orbs for Days has a PC or is looking to make the switch after cross save. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm kind of, not that I regret doing it sooner, but it definitely sucks that I have like so much on my Xbox account that I'm never going to be able to like access. Like even yeah. now, if I go to my triumphs, I have 33,000 
on my Xbox, I have like 46,000 and I haven't played it since before, you know, like, uh, what was the stupid that, what was the one re, uh, the forges? I mean, I haven't played since the forges and I have more points than I have than my PC account. So it's just like, yeah, the triumphs. I just, I'm missing so much stuff that I already did. Yeah. Like okay. I've been going through and doing regional chests and adventures on random planets. Like I don't even have it. I don't even have this term. So I'm like <laughs> trying to get that. I need to get like a rat king, like just yeah. like stupid, stupid exotics that I just don't have. Yeah, I need to get but back in the game. I do have shards of Galenard, so that's that's a plus. Like, there you go. <laughs> okay. Something I don't have in my. Well, so Brian, you th- you think you thinking about getting PC? I mean, I'm just gonna stay on the Xbox till I die, I guess, and just keep staying on console. Maybe I don't I don't know what, what that's gonna me. Do in the future, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna move to PC. Yeah, like a scrub. I just know myself. Like some scrub. Yeah, right? yeah. Gosh. I know myself. <laughs> I like it down here in the gutter. <laughs> so the I mean, here's nice. the other thing, though. Like a lot of people are talking about next gen consoles, like. I think that if they don't come out with a console, which they they probably will, but if the next gen isn't sixty frames per second, like, yeah, why would people buy it though? Right, 100%. right. I'm yeah, because hopefully, I mean, I think the only reason why people will buy it is if they make you know your uh, current games that you have on your current console obsolete on the next one. Like you can't play with friends. Like if you had Xbox, the new Xbox. And, I'll, and I still have the Xbox S. If I couldn't play with you, even though we got the same game, that's the only reason I'll probably switch. But, yeah, I think that's a terrible idea, though. I kind of hated that. Okay. Well. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, we are good to go. All right, but, yeah, uh, yeah and I appreciate y'all, uh, you know, coming on the podcast for real. It's, it's uh, yeah, it, it's, it's – this is the most disorganized uh, episode ever, but I mean, I, I learned a lot and uh, I really enjoyed the perspective y'all have for real. I was really listening, but uh, you know, thank you guys for tuning into the show again. Like I said, if you guys enjoy this, you'll enjoy our other podcast called the EBD podcast, where we talk about everything but destiny. Uh, we record every week. Oh, as of late, it's been skipping because of other priorities and just me being lazy, but we knew we normally record every week and we have a lot of fun. And, uh, I mean, Brian, you want to, you know, fill in your plugs? Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Halo Freak 1711 on Xbox. You can always hit me up if you want. Uh, I appear offline all the time, but that's just because I don't like to talk to people. But I love to play, so invite me. Uh, Look me up if Mm -hmm. you need someone to run with you. PvP, and uh, sometimes I stream when I'm feeling good. All right, Paul. Hey, yo, Paul. So, I don't know if you're changing your gamer tag on your PC or not, but... If not, and you're thinking about creating a new clan, orbs for days, or just maybe something else entirely doesn't it doesn't really matter. What's your uh, what's your gamer tag on PC? What's your name on PC? PC, it's just gonna be X Mani X. That's M I N A I. Um, hold on, I got like a fancy little number two. What is it? So then it's got like a little hashtag, and it's one eight eight seven. Okay, you heard the man. Yeah, so find them on Xbox. You know, tearing. I mean, PC tearing it up. Sorry. My fault. Uh, but yeah, you guys know where to find me. Um, I'm, yeah, Wayne zero one one ninety three. Wayne zero one one ninety three. You can just find me anywhere. I'm not really gonna dab on that. Just type it in and you'll find me somewhere. Um, but until next time, we will see you in the Tower Guardian. Bye bye. Doodles. See. You.